uh, blowing up the scene. Exactly. And with that, we're live to tape. Okay. Dude, I'm in a group chat. I had my phone on the charger, and I came back to it, and I had 46 missed texts. And it's like one of those group chats that, like, uh, you're so far behind, you can't even jump into it, and you really don't care anyway. Have you have you ever heard Banner's uh, philosophy on that? Uh, no. Banner would wait, like, all day to read the threads that we had going. And then he'd sit down at the end of the day with a drink and then just go through and read it like a book. And he said he just would chuckle and think it was the funniest thing going through and reading it hours later. But then you're not participating. I get it. All right. I get it for some scenarios. He's you know, a, he's, don't want to participate in. And he's an odd guy, so. Yeah. Uh, so you guys been uh, putting the gate put together any good ideas for a cast? What do you mean? Huh? This is the cast. Well, I mean, I'm talking about ideas for, like, you know, making a podcast. I've got a couple. I, I, uh... I think it'd be cool to record all my golf outings. Mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say a hard no to that. Record all of your golf outings. Um, tough one. Jesse, or Blazer, I told Jesse last night that my big, my big podcast idea is a podcast dedicated exclusively to talking about the life of Razor Ramon. I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, imagine you had a camera on Razor Ramon 24-7, just living his life. I think it'd be kind of depressing, right? Yeah. He knew the backstory on all his feuds inside the ring. No, dude, Razor Ramon was down in South Beach, living the life. I told Jesse, <laughs> Brett, Brett used to send me Razor Ramon YouTube videos like every other day. <laughs> He'd be, they, they'd put him on a boat out in like out on the ocean in South Beach and he'd be out there like smoking a cigar just talking about like hooking up with girls and shit. I think an interesting one would be like a gold dust. Razor Ramon. No, gold dust. His, or no, Val- Razor Ramon battles inside and outside the ring. Val Venus? I was thinking, was it, Eddie, was it Eddie Guerrero? He was a phenomenal wrestler. I remember when I, don't I think he was saw phenomenal. him perform, and when I was all said and done, I was like, this is real. I was like, there's no way that this, is, this isn't this is real. And who is the guy who's going against? He was fighting the dude that ended up killing his wife and kid. Kind of a sad twist there, but uh, they were good in the ring, that's for sure. When did you realize wrestling wasn't real? Uh, it is real. It is a real performance. Um, you know, those guys beat the crap out of each other. And, okay. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. I had older brothers. They ruined everything for me. Yeah. You know, there's nothing, there's no Santa Claus. There's no Easter Bunny. There is nothing, uh, you know, nothing left to the imagination. And yet, you have a pretty good, vivid imagination. Maybe that's why. 
Mike, what was, the worst, what was the worst thing that was ruined in your childhood? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of it. I had a pretty good childhood. I don't have any scarring memories of of the past. I don't have any glaring things that stick out of, like, oh my god. I don't know. What about you, big man? <laughs> Worst thing that ever happened to Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> the birth of Ryan. Worst thing that ever happened to me. I don't. I don't know. Getting taken to pals in seventh grade. <laughs> Yeah, probably, probably one of the worst things that ever happened. That... You guys are you guys are living extremely sheltered lives. What do you mean? Kevin obviously well, nothing, wrong, nothing wrong with that. Kevin what was your worst irrational fear. My worst irrational fear? Oh, that I'll go bald, which I it'll never happen. But it'd be oh. bad it'd be bad if I did. I have great hair. I used to go to a haircut lady in Detroit who says, your hair, she'd tell me how amazing my hair is. Mm-hmm. When, when I was... Pretty good. Pretty good. When I was a kid, my two insane fears were one, that I would get sucked over the dam in the river. It was always trying to suck me under. Mm. And two, I had a fear of going to bed too late. What do you mean? Like, yeah. if it got to, like, 11 o'clock at night, and I was eight years old, I was, like, flipping out. I remember one time I made my parents, like, bring me home from, a, like, a movie. Like, we were all, at, as a family, out to the movies, but I was just like, it's it's getting way too late. Like, <laughs> <we have to." laughs> That's For ridiculous. Me. Me and Will Lackey, like, going to bed early at Peter Kelly's, like, sleepover birthday party. <laughs> and because, I don't know, and me just because I was super worried about that we were staying up too late. <laughs> Will, because he was probably, like, four years old. And watching some <laughs> like weird-ass movie. younger than us. But you're also sleeping at Peter's house, which would be a weird thing to begin with. I would love a deep dive into Dude, Peter's sleepovers terrifying as a child absolutely Dude, the michigan basement did he sleep oh. in jeans as a kid <laughs> it's not just that but to go anywhere at night or in the morning or anytime during the day you had to walk through his sister maggie's room what do you mean was, peter's bedroom was through when you went upstairs there was the master bedroom and then there was another bedroom and then at the end of that other bedroom was the third bedroom. So you had to walk through his sister's bedroom to get into his room. Oh, goddamn Maggie. She'd never let me walk through a room, goddamn it. Yeah. This is like you know, a weird scenario. <laughs> you either never had any privacy. What? I'm losing you, dude. Jesse, you can't keep walking around like are this. You got, are you Are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I went to the corner. No good over there. Uh, I'm trying to find. Um... It was fine where you were. Yeah. What you? What are you looking for? Some notes. What do you mean? Huh? You got a notepad? Mm-hmm. 
Well, we're uh, scripting out this show. It's got Fears and Peter Kelly sleepovers in there. So when Peter and I used to live together, he used to wake up in the middle of the night and wake up and go smoke cigarettes. Like, at like 2 or 3 in the middle of the night. And then he'd go out, have a cigarette, and then just go back to bed. But he'd already be in his jeans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, you slept in his pee. Straight up, I saw it happen. That was one time when he peed on your couch. Yeah, no, I watched it. I watched it for Thank goodness Hendrix uh, took action and uh, and grabbed him. I, I don't know really actually what it did. He pissed but... at my he pissed at my condo too. Huh? Huh? Mark's territory. <laughs> He took a flat screen I had in the basement and pulled it down and just, it was, I went down the stairs. <laughs> there was a pile of piss in the middle of the basement floor. My flat screen was tipped over. Every piece of laundry I had in my washer was thrown all around. He was wearing some of my clothes. I go, Peter, what's going on down here? And he woke up and he got mad at me. All right. So Blazer, stop the recording and restart it right now. Why? Because that was all just local bullshit. This is great, though. about that. This is great. It's great for maybe us three and maybe, like, if Peter was listening. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll edit it out. Well, I don't think we need to stop. I think we just need to edit it. Yeah. You know, or, or put that last. Hey, do we have the do we have that riff for a jingle that we can, like, hit a button that makes it, like, play? Okay, I thought you were gonna play that guitar riff that I sent, but no, I don't have that. Uh, hold on, hold on. You mean? This riff? Stop what? the recording and then start it with that riff. And then yeah. let's go fresh. I don't know how to do that. Now that Jesse has his notes. I don't, yeah. even know, I don't even know how you don't to... You know how to stop recording? No, I don't know how to open up this other link that he gave me. Can you do it on your phone? I'm recording on my phone. Well, stop that. <laughs> no. Restart it. We'll just have to keep this going. <laughs> well, we gotta be able to edit this shit. So you guys are gonna have to log in and to do something different. There's an app. I don't, there's an app out there I found called Podcast Studio, that looks like okay. it's it's usable. Like we're not we're gonna have to do something different besides all logging into a go, uh, a Zoom meeting, and me recording <laughs> it off of my speaker on a phone. If we want to get, if we want to do something serious. Yeah, Podcast Studio sounds sounds good. It, yeah, it does. Sounds good. Okay, I can fire it up, but I need like a legitimate microphone. And, get them a legitimate microphone. and you guys need to add one too. Like, what's an email yeah. address? Here, what's a new? What's a email address I can add? What's yours, Polad? Jesse dot Polad at gmail Clarence was telling me that if you have your first name dot last name at gmail that it's bossy. It's bossy. Yeah. 
Kevin, Kevin, what's yours? K B as in boy Smith27 at Gmail. Dude, you should change that to Kevin.osmith at gmail.com. Dude, so listen to this. When uh, we moved to New Jersey, I like, you know, we got Verizon Fios, right? And I signed up for like paperless billing. I noticed like I never got a confirmation email. I never got like I wasn't seeing like bills come through, whatever, right? And so I call them up and I'm like, hey, you know, I don't I don't know why I'm not getting this stuff. I don't have an account. And they're like, what's your email? I tell them they're like, oh, we don't, I can't find that. And he's like, okay, I'll look up your account number. I gave that. He just starts laughing, right? I'm like, I'm like, what? He goes, <laughs> he goes, it says the person who took my email wrote down K B as in boy Smith at gmail.com. No way. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> like he's dumbass piece of shit. B as in boy. It sounds like, like a good it's like a good name though. K B as in boy. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so good. <laughs> oh, what a maniac. Um, uh, did you guys get that invitation? No. Not. Have you checked your emails? Currently going. Currently checking. I did not receive. Oh, I don't believe that. <laughs> nope. According to Gmail, I did not receive. We got nothing. So, uh, identity politics. Definitely told not to bring that up in our group. Be like that. We would just sound stupid talking about identity politics. So, moving on. What do you want to talk about? Huh? Who said not to bring it up? Ooh. Someone important in my life. (laughs) (laughs) so we're talking about so we're moving on to aches and pains so the r word did the r word tell you not to bring this up (laughs) Uh, reliable source yeah reliable told by a reliable source not to not not to debate it why not but uh, I got this aches and pains. So, you know, have have guests on, and we talk about aches and pains. Aches and pains generally have a story behind them. You know, whether it's from a job that you perform, playing sports, uh, some crazy incident. Uh, but I feel like there's a lot of good stories behind aches and pains. We got do son. California and right, right now? playing a tournament at Cal Poly. It was the muddiest, wettest field you've ever seen in your life. And uh, I slid down in my whole like shoulder, like I went down like that. My whole shoulder yeah. came up and out. And then for the next like two years, every time it went back like this, it would pop out the front and I'd have yeah. to hit it back in. 
and then pop out the front and hit it back in. You ever uh, get that looked at? Yeah, I was supposed to get surgery on it, but I didn't want to. And uh, and then I eventually just like built up muscle around it. And like in basketball, if a ball is going up like that, I naturally like reach across with my right hand instead. Like my just huh. taught my muscle not to do the things that made it pop out. Oh, so you're throwing the rest of your body off by compensating for mm-hmm. your weak left shoulder. That's true. At least it didn't affect your golf game, you know? That's the thing about golf is, you know, if you shoulders, I guess, you know, my hip goes out every once in a while, but uh, but shoulders and uh, stuff, everything's so low, you can still play. I like that. Back to identity also, politics. My 21st birthday, I knocked my front teeth out. That was probably expensive. All these fake teeth. Yeah. Is that, big, is that on yeah. Big Man? So so I, I go out on my 21st birthday and, you know, blackout, whatever. Next morning, I wake up, like, wasted at, like, 1030 First thing I do is like face blood. I bite down like I just like go like this, and my front top two teeth hit my bottom two teeth because they're bent backwards. It's like the worst pain in my life. And I go, ah, and then I hear, "Are you okay?" And I look over and I go, ah, like legitimately scared the shit out of me that someone else was there. My fucking roommate's ex girlfriend. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? And she's like, yeah, blah, blah. I'm like, get out of this house. <laughs> so snuck her out. Then that night was the rugby formal. We had gotten set up with two, we were juniors, got set up with two freshman girls who had never met. My teeth are backwards in my head and my lips like out to here. My buddy Dan, who was the one going with me, him and Carl had been in a competition to see who could grow their hair the longest. They both won, so they both shaved mullets and Fu Manchus. So he's got a full mullet chew. <coughs> my face is busted. My teeth are bent back inwards. And we drive and pick up these girl, freshman girls from the dorm who have never met us before. And we didn't say shit. <laughs> We're just like, hey, what's up? Brought him all the way back to the house, hanging out for a while. Carl's girlfriend then comes over and, like, finally tells him. And they're like, oh, my God, they didn't tell us anything. We've been sitting here wondering for an hour. (laughs) Terrified. Slightly terrified. The girl who I went with left her student ID card at at my house. She knew she left it there. Like, you know, I talked to her. She's like, yeah, I'll come. Never came and got it. That's how much she didn't want to see me here. <laughs> he decided to go get an entire new ID card. Decided to go get a new ID card over just walking up to our house and grabbing it. Which probably isn't did ever, easy. Did you ever see her again? Yeah, of course he did. He had her name. Like he had her address. He, yeah. He had her yeah. full identity. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, maybe she just like dropped out of school. Something went wrong. I, guess, I, don't, I don't know if I ever saw her. the ID ever again. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Fucking shit, man. So why do we all grow grass in our yards and not just 
standard issue everyone grows like vegetables. Like just common practice, be like, why wouldn't you be growing your your own produce? Like a, you know, like in instead America, of a yard, just have a, until, a big old farm? In America, until basically after World War II, the idea of a yard was like not a thing. No one had a yard. Like, like it was you just neighbors in your house laid out yet? In front of your house, it grew how it grew. Like, it wasn't a yard, and, and that came from, like, an English garden, the concept of, like, English gardens and shit. They brought that over. But, like, most of America until, you know, after World War II didn't have the typical, like, yard that we think of now. I believe it also helps with erosion, other things like that. Yeah, but, like, if natural... Oh, you're saying versus like just yeah, and like what's my my acre worth is just going to be full of garden. Deers would go, deer would go crazy. Yeah. Well, that wouldn't grow naturally, so that'd be so much fucking work. It's so much easier to I just couldn't... mow a lawn than to rototill acres of lawn into a farm. Uh, it's not really a farm. It, it, it's just like growing enough vegetables to sustain you and your family. Like, it would just be kind of like going to the store to get this produce would just be like ridiculous. Like, why would you be getting produce from someone else when you have land and you have the full on capabilities of growing your own food? Have you ever done that before? Yeah, it's not much work. Yeah, but what if the stuff goes bad? What if it spoils? What if one thing happens and you just go to the store, I guess? I guess. Or you are your neighbors because you grow a shit ton of food. <clears throat> hmm. You guys ever watch Oz what? before? Watch what? Oz. I don't know what you're talking about. The Oz? the prison show on HBO. I have, yeah, yeah. It's pretty aggressive. Yeah, it's real aggressive. Yep. Not my scene. You're kind of I'm an. Trying an to avoid that scene. You're kind of an Anabisi guy. Huh? You're, you're kind of an Anabisi guy. What's that? A guy in Oz. Mm. Yeah, I don't know that show. What? Are you guys going to join the MGA? I'll get disqualified. Hey, <laughs> you, you could potentially. I shot, I shot a 76 at Quail with Jesse on, on Saturday. You'd be out. Which was, which was legit. Yeah. And we played from the white tees, too. It was Dude, so... I didn't, if I didn't shoot in the 70s, I'd be real angry. But I could, you know, just whatever. Like, I could play it to shoot, like, low 80s every time. Yeah. People wouldn't know. Yeah, you just have to, like... Now they would. If they listen. Not. You just have to not consistently blast it off the tee. Like that's your one of your big giveaways. <laughs> you can just you just blasting it off the tee, and then your approach shot. I don't know. You gotta spray a couple. I mean, I can. I can spray when people are looking. You gotta spray a couple. Or play really good with just a really nasty slice. Just aim for it, dude. What if I just went out and actually tried to play my best, but just was like. I don't know. For whatever reason, I can't hit woods, so I only play irons. That'd be fun. See how well. See if I could shoot like low eighties 
just maxing out at four iron. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably be, if I played just irons, I'd probably be a mid-80s guy. They uh they canceled the night, the event this weekend because no one wanted to walk the 18 holes again. Boulder Creek? Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. It's a long, long course to walk. I had my automated golf or my automated walking cart. It was pretty nice. That is nice. So what I told you guys that my wife, I found out, buys a hundred and thirty dollar bag of chocolate powder every every month. <laughs> yeah, you did. Does, I does not know. think it's a big deal. Yeah, not that bad. Is it Beachbody? No, I don't know. But I just, I blacked out when I saw that. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what's the, what's the dumbest, your opinion, the dumbest thing your wife buys right now? Monthly? No. Or just rec- recurring things? I, to, I In general. Go, I could go on. I have like, I used to have a list of like, of what the fuck's. I got inspired by this TV show where this guy kept a list of all the things his wife did that he thought was stupid, and I thought that was funny. So I applied it to, like, things we were buying. I mean, we were feeding, like, apples. We were feeding, like, nice honey crisp apples to the deer. <laughs> that, that's what I was going to say is, like, the thing that, uh, that she gets is honey crisp apples. Yeah. But like other than that, I was gonna say like pretty spot on. Like, you know, I don't know. I think that's something we have in common. Um, I think and we, we donate to a lot of animal charities. On. What's that? I think we donate to a few animal charities that are just on recurring monthly debits. I got I got a couple of those, but they're for human beings. So I mean, I feel a little bit better about that. Yeah. I would never donate money to human beings. <laughs> <laughs> no? You're a human being, dude. You can go get money. You yeah. can hustle. Oh, yeah. You can. And if you I can't, just, then you can be on disability and you're getting money from the government. Yeah, I just can kind of relate and understand that like some human beings just like have mental... Uh, it's almost just can't, get, can't get there. Can't quite get there. And plus, yeah. About the idea of survival of the fittest. Um, I feel like Jesse would be I, all about that. What's, it, what's that? I feel like you would be all about that. I, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. Yes, you I'm are. Survival of the fittest. It's just, it's just not, that's animals. That's not human. That's not humanity. Dude, here's the thing. And I know it's different like right now, this month. But up until... Up until fucking March, at least in the U.S., I get if it's different country and they're being oppressed by like a warlord. But then, how do you know the money's going to them anyway, and not their fucking president who's just siphoning it off anyway? But oh yeah, 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 yeah. in U.S., up until March, if you wanted a job, it doesn't matter how dumb or bad you were; like you could get a job that paid you a livable wage and you could work two jobs if you really wanted it. And if you aren't motivated enough to do that, then why would I give you money? True. 
And if you're not smart enough to do well at it, same deal. Yeah. There are, I'm trying to think, because it's hard to, like, uh, with my experience, like, yeah. Give me an example. I, I can't answer that yes to, like, every, you know, totally. Like, if there's a, like, I can definitely go get a job uh, if you want to work. Uh, pending on, you know, it, it's tough to say, because, like, life, it comes down to, like, life choices. But, you know. Right. With, like extreme debt or with like oh, we, we got 10 minutes do you donate money to people with extreme debt <laughs> no <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just thinking like why people struggle i donate money to a center that helps re-establish refugees when they come into the area it's a local it's a local thing and, and i and i get and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, I'll, I'll donate to a dude who's like directed out out begging for money, like I'll give those donations, but I will absolutely not donate to something an organization that uh, either call or major organizations because I think they're horseshit, and I think only about like you know on the good end, like sixty percent of that money actually gets to helping someone where they spend the I other. You you got me, and you know that we gave a bunch of like stuff to that refugee cause you got me on the if a charity that like helps set up refugees to to like kickstart their life they come in the country with nothing they need to have you know a place to live and some clothes to put on so that they can start shit like that to me it would be would be an exception to a human cause i would donate money to do you know what's insane? So uh, I, I learned this from a family straight out of like Congo, like used to sweeping a dirt floor. Company gets moved into the area, and their biggest need above like anything, because the donation, especially in our population, we have a very giving population where we're from. There's their needs can be met for a good start. But even with that good start, they have no idea how to uh, how to acclimate to the to the area and how people live in America. Like they don't understand the hygiene, the cleaning, you know, putting your toothbrushes, not just keep you know mattresses on the floor, like how, just the organization of it. And mm-hmm. what he kept on saying is like, you know, teach us. Like we we want to learn, but really outside they have like really no reference we should take a break now so we can i assume we're going to go longer for than six minutes or should this be it dude the whole beginning is just horseshit (coughs) yeah yeah nonsense that no one cares about all right So did you, did you, uh, Mike, did you put down any topics for, uh, no podcast? No, no, no. no Mike, worries. how about, how about this? Uh, how about, I told Jesse this, my, my fact of the astonishing fact of the day. You got six minutes to get this in. Quick. It's take 60 seconds. All right. A deck of cards. Every time you shuffle it is 
52 fractorial, right? Which means the possibilities are 52 times 51 times 50, et cetera, right? Of the order that it's going to be in because there's 52 different cards. So the number of possibilities that could be the exact 52 card lineup is something septillion, quadrillion, like more zeros than you can you can think of okay so that means that odds are every single time you shuffle a deck of cards that's the first time it's been in that exact order in history in history of any deck of cards or that particular deck of cards any deck any deck of cards ever chew on that listeners while we take one minute to pause this meeting and come back to you with some more hot Topics on the Pod Brothers. Uh, still working. <laughs>